Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. Good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and I'm Dennis Halman. And I'm Eric Semmel. And we are both uh, employee owners at Tab Computer Systems. We are. And Dennis is driving the bus. Yeah, I am driving the bus. That's why you heard me first. Exactly. So this is not a dream. You're, you're, <laughs> you're not on the wrong radio station. You are where you need to be. Yes. This is still us. We just wanted to give Dennis some uh, some time on the on the board here, so that uh, if I wanted to do a show remotely from an undisclosed location, I could. <laughs> well, yeah, it's always useful. Yeah, so the technology's there, and we're going to do that coming up. So Dennis had to get some practice. So as usual and customary, right? We have some technology news you can use. Oh yeah, and I know you've got a really good one. <laughs> well, a good one is kind of sad, actually. Well, true. So there's a lawsuit that was being filed against Google Maps that led a dad over a dad of two over a collapsed bridge to his death. What? Yes. So this poor guy, a salesman, was driving along using Google Maps and ended up going over a bridge that's been out. And he's suing Google Maps because they didn't know and didn't talk about the fact that the bridge is not available or prevent you from being directed over that bridge. And what? He, he went over it. Well, you mean to tell me that Google Maps didn't have that thing marked with the red hash marks to show you that the the road isn't there in that spot? That's what they're that's what they're alleging, oh. and they're going to sue him. They're going to sue Google for this. And this is interesting. I mean, when 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 all this came out originally, we always talked about you know people driving off cliffs and doing all sorts of weird stuff with, oh, with right. GPS. We're all GPS zombies. I know I am. I, I don't know where I, I can't get from point A to point B without GPS. I, I, yeah, I'm the same way. However. This, this, the only thing about this that's kind of unusual is that the bridge had been out for not one year, not one month, not five years, but a decade. What? A decade. Ten years? Ten years this bridge has been out. So I would, I would think they would put like, I don't know, something in front of the road that, that you know, road closed. I mean, even Roadrunner had roads closed. I mean, well, and the coyote still went through the, the, the sign, but... Come well, on. haven't people seen the movie Vacation where oh, yeah. Chevy Chase is driving oh. and he says, well, when they when they close a road, they put big signs out like these. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So how is this a thing? And, and to sue Google for it, I mean, I would think you're going to go after the North Carolina town um, for not I, putting up warnings 
that, that I would prevent people from going over a bridge that doesn't exist for the past decade. Right. I would definitely hope that they would be parties to that lawsuit, too. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, uh, yeah. lawyers are just doing their job, being litigious and trying to go after the money. And that's and it's so awful that the guy lost his life over it. But I oh. really don't think it's Google's fault. Um, well, it's it's a lot of people's fault. Exactly. Then. Yeah. What did you want to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about something that's going on over at Microsoft. Yes. Uh, they've had another data. Uh, well, not a breach. This is a leak. A data leak out they of Microsoft. They leaked well over, what? Let's see. How much did they leak? <laughs> it's okay to read I'm the story. I'm trying, trying to get to the story. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit eh. Dis- discombobulated. They leaked, count it, yeah. 38 terabytes oh of their goodness. own data, oh my their own product data. Now, where did they leak it from? Was it from like a local on-prem server in the Google, in the uh, Microsoft data center? No, it oh. was in Azure. Oh, the Azure Cloud. And they used the in a feature of Azure where you can generate a share link. Yes. Which is, you know, really long URL. Uh, so it's very complicated, hard to match it unless right. you have the original link. link. Yeah. But they use that feature to share data among each other. Yep. And it got out because they they didn't have control over that URL. There's something about that URL, too, that was kind of special, right? It's a special type of link or special type of share that is that ca- that can cause this problem. Well, it contains what they call their own SAS token, right? which is a security, well, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's almost like a miniature security certificate right. that tells the Azure servers that you have security to read this data. Um, and that is the problem with this whole setup. And the, the security within the link is the link. Right. So once you let go of the link. You've let go of the security. There you go. And, and they it's shared it out. Completely open door. Right. And that's kind of a problem. That is. So another Azure leak, in this case, it wasn't due to a forged key by the Chinese. It right. was done purely by a feature of right. the Azure cloud. Right. It was a feature that was misused. Yeah. So well, that's not good. Terabytes of data. <laughs> 38 terabytes. That's a lot of data, Dennis. Here's one for you. Here's where you know if you're Apple poor. (laughs) (laughs) So a woman got stuck in an outhouse toilet after going in to retrieve her Apple Watch. So you know you can't afford that watch if you have found yourself diving in to the outhouse toilet to, to gather your watch that somehow you dropped in there, which I don't even know how that happens. I, I, how can that happen? In an outhouse, you don't touch nothing. You just get in and get out. I mean, what are you doing on your Apple Watch that it comes off and falls into the toilet? And then to think, well, to know that you're that how, that you're that Apple poor, that you can't <laughs> afford to be like, oh, okay, I guess I lost that one. You jumped, you jumped into an outhouse toilet, and we're stuck there. And then they had to tear the toilet apart, and had the police had to come and she help. got stuck. She got in stuck there? in there. <gasps> oh, I mean, you know, you get to you know start to rethink your your life's uh, pathways if you end up there. Oh. Uh, and clearly you can't afford the Apple Watch. You right. clearly can't oh, afford yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have to, like you said, if you have to dive into sewage to get it. Mm. I, yeah, and then to know that you'd actually wear it again? <laughs> I mean, holy moly. So, uh, you know, you know when your technology is too expensive or you can't afford it when you're doing that. Um, it's a pretty funny story. It's been around a little bit uh and you just don't want to be that woman <laughs> at all. 
Anything else you wanted to bring up? Oh, yeah. I was going to bring up something that Google is up to. Yeah. Um, they A couple of years ago, they came out with a product called Surface Duo. Surface Duo. Okay. Right. Now, this is not a Surface computer or Is it or Google or Microsoft? Or oh, wait a minute. This is Microsoft. Microsoft. I'm sorry. That's okay. When I'm you said sorry. the word Surface, I figured it was yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Microsoft. That's all right. Now, this isn't like a Surface tablet or Surface laptop. Right. It's a Windows computer. Right. This is actually an Android phone, and it was foldable. It has a hinge in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the I guess the, the main marketing thrust for it was that you would end up with a very wide, large, almost square screen on, for your phone. Right. But they never really got it going correctly. Uh, they were never oh, able Microsoft. to. They were never able to fully adapt the Android operating system to a, a display with those dimensions. All right, because it's just not made for it, I gotcha. guess. Yeah, and they were always like a year behind in operating systems. And after a couple of years and only one update, which is already one year older than it should be. Oh boy, they are ending support for these things, and they're gone. Gotcha. Poof. So hopefully, if, if you're an owner of one of these phones, you are toast. Well, if you thought about buying a Windows on Microsoft phone after what they went through with their original Microsoft phones, you oh. deserve whatever you des- decided to go with. Because, right. Oh my and, goodness. And the worst thing about what Microsoft did with their phones was, yeah, their phones were not doing well. So what did they do? They went and bought Nokia. Right, right, right. The Finnish company, which yes. did make good phones. Yes. Are they in business anymore? They're gone, right? The whole the whole thing yeah, is gone. Because they bought they, them and it's all just, over. They turned Nokia ah. into their own phone factory and all those they Vikings started without, turning out garbage. Jobs. <laughs> I know. It's Jeez. terrible. And now now Nokia is out of business, I guess. Yeah. Completely. It's That's terrible. That is terrible. Um But what are you gonna do? Microsoft has never known how to how to deal with phones. No, they haven't. Real quick before we get to the uh, the break here, um, DuckDuckGo, you've heard of oh. that search engine here on the radio. Oh, yeah, we talk about it. They're a priv- more private search option. Uh, keyword there is more private. Right. And um, the founder is uh, kind of, they're, they're, they're doing a, a uh, antitrust lawsuit. Uh, the trial of this quarter century, um, they're going after Google because they say Google is making it hard for DuckDuckGo to get their browser and their search engine on devices. Right now, the uh, DuckDuckGo engine is only on like 2.5% of the market. Oh. They're really nothing. Yeah. They're still a $100 million a... Dollar company. Right. But is... that's that's really not enough to have an impact in the industry. It really isn't. And so they want to make it more easy to choose a different search engine on your phone. Mm-hmm. Problem is, Google, of course, goes to these phone manufacturers and says, hey, we'll pay you this, you know, pay you this Apple, we'll pay you this Verizon, we'll pay you this, this to make sure that our search engine is the one that you allow more prominently on the phone, um, which, of course, is, according to DuckDuckGo, anti-competitive. So we'll see where this goes. Um, you know, DuckDuckGo could, of course, try to pay for this type of stuff, too, but when you're going against a behemoth like Google, that's kind of difficult. Right. They can't outbid Google. Literally, they can't. No. And um, so how they're going to break this up or make it so that folks can compete on the the other platforms will be interesting. Um, This guy started uh, DuckDuckGo as an MIT graduate out of his basement in Pennsylvania in 2008. That sounds almost like, uh, you know, Wozniak and Jobs working out of their 
parents' garages right. while they were working for Hewlett Packard. Yeah, or didn't Gates kind of similarly work? I mean, he went uh, and stole their well, interfaces. Well, he, he stuff, dropped but. out of college and then he went did some work with Paul Allen. Right, and Dell, Michael Dell started his hardware business in his college dorm room. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. So Michael Dell. Yeah, yeah. All, the, all the amazing things you can do with internet with uh, innovation and starting things from scratch here in America. Um, and here we are now. DuckDuckGo has got only 2.5% of the market and saying, hey, I can't compete. Yeah, that's too bad. And it's a good, it's a pretty good search engine. So yeah. people should be using it more than they do. Exactly. It's going to give you contextual advertising rather than having this the Google snoop on you and try to follow you around with what your searches are. DuckDuckGo is going to say, okay, you know, if you're looking for something, it'll give you those results because you can pay for search engine optimiz- search engine marketing on DuckDuckGo. You can do that, by the way. Well, so yeah, that's how ab- they make their money. Right, but it depends on what you're searching for. Right. With, when you're looking at Google, Google is also not only looking at what you're searching for, right. it's also looking at your own track record as a user. Right. And then it'll feed you. It'll keep feeding you, even after right. you bought the product. Right. So we'll see what happens with this uh, antitrust um, lawsuit, I suspect. Duck, duck. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It was a very difficult road to hoe, so we'll see what goes on with that. Um, all right, we're going to have to take a, a break here. We're just yes, we up are. Against the clock. I'm sure Carolyn's going to be yelling in your ear in a minute. Okay. So. <laughs> We'll be uh, getting uh, off, uh, taking a quick break here and get to your calls. Uh, 860-522-9842 is the number, guys. Feel free to get online now. Early is better. Uh, yeah, I, I, do we have any got, calls? We got, we got four lines wide open wide for open. anybody to call in, so, so please do. And, of course, you can follow us over on the old Facebooks. If you go to WTIC's Facebook page, you can check us out there and post your questions in there as well. Yep. It is September. Yes, it's not the 21st day, but... Oh, it is the twi- oh. 23rd. 23rd. Okay. <laughs> so we're here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. Uh, really quick. We yeah. had a question on the uh, listener network about yeah. uh, Chromebooks. All right. Listener wanted to know two things. Number mm-hmm. one... Is it possible to refresh one and start over with it? And yes, it is. Hmm. Uh, there is a method to do a, a reset on a Chromebook. All right. Uh, the other question is, can you make it run Windows? 
And the answer to that is, in all likelihood, 99% of the time, no. Gotcha, yeah. And uh, even in the case when the hardware could handle it, I don't recommend that at all. So, Right. Well, it's uh, good news that you can actually get a new version in there. Well, right. Now, right. how would you do that? Would you go to? Would you go out to Google and try to download that Chrome OS, or what would you consider well, doing? Well, it's a it's a feature within the Chromebook that yeah. will do the reset. It will. Yeah. Okay. It'll it'll just like you can do that with a Windows computer or or even a Mac. So it'll reset it to factory fresh original. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's... but it will also if you're online, it will also go get whatever the latest uh, version of. Uh, of, of Chrome, Chrome OS. OS is available right. for that device. Gotcha. And it'll set it up. And they've been recently, you know, talking about making Chromebooks more usable for longer periods of time because they had a planned obsolescence going on there where they would just stop working or stop updating after like mm-hmm. three years for no reason. Perfectly good hardware because right. Google decided, hey, I'm going to watch what Apple does and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you have all these school systems, especially during COVID, that bought all these devices for everybody and now they're becoming bricks right they're unusable <laughs> right so it's they're becoming a lot of electronic trash yeah which is unnecessary it's purely done uh, to refresh so all right we do have a caller coming in all right then. Uh, dan from east windsor all right go ahead hello dan. dan dan are you aboard hello dan there you go you gotta touch the line yeah can you hear me? There oh, we are. now I can hear you. Dennis's first call. I swear I swear <laughs> Sorry I about that, Dan. That's right. Hey, uh, I've got a question for you about uh, write protection on a flash drive. It has something interesting happen. Mm-hmm. On my desktop, which is running Windows 10, um, I created my, a uh, this Windows 10 USB installer to go uh, use on my laptop, which is currently running Windows 11. And um, I write protected it. I you know, like ran disk part and... Uh, Usual, you know, attribute disk set read only, which it worked. I even confirmed it and purposely tried to delete and stuff on it. Couldn't do it. So, right protected. Then mm-hmm. I plugged it into my laptop, which is running Windows 11. And uh, for some reason, don't know why, but I decided to just test it. And I launched disk part and there and typed attributes disk. And it said current read only state said no. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, um, it seemed a little bit weird to me. You would shed some light on that. Well, that's something I haven't come across yet. Um, going from one operating system to another, um, I have seen where if you put like a, a write protected NTFS drive into a Mac or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, where it won't necessarily pick up the proper attributes, but you you kind of expect that uh, the file system support would be a little different. Well, let's see if we can find out something about that. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I didn't, you know, delete anything from it. I just thought that was a little bit weird. Um, and you I said it, it came uh, from a different. You can't. It came from an outside hard drive. No, um, it was a USB uh, drive. A USB, a USB drive. flash drive. Um, I, I write protected it um, from my desktop, which is running Windows 10. Yeah. And then, um, Those attributes should have passed over. Yeah, but you know. I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, I just all I was using for was to uh, get rid of Windows 11 on my laptop and go back to Windows 10, which I did successfully. But you know, mm. um, I just thought that was a little bit weird. Just wondering if you guys had ever seen that before or heard anything on it. But not, not we've not heard anything no, about it. Honestly, no. Like I said, it would have to. It would be not crossing operating system versions, but crossing operating systems where you would find something like that. Right, and that's what he did. He brought it into his truck, and he couldn't read it. Right? Is that the key there? 
No, it would, would it read it just fine, but um, it apparently uh, Windows 11 wasn't seeing it as right protected. Right, it, it wasn't. It that. wasn't honoring that that attribute. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I I'm looking on the internet. And I'm not seeing anything about like the, anything like that. So it so was it a, eleven to an eleven, though, right? No, no, 10, no to 10, a, 10 to 11. It was right protected in 10. Yeah. In 11, 11 is not detecting the right protection. Yeah, that should have passed. That should have passed. Yeah, that's right. very odd. Yeah. We'll see if we can come up with something for you about yeah. that. It's going to take a little more It'll be a, searching. This is, yeah, this is going to be a research project. I'm sorry to tell yeah. you. That's not a problem. I just wouldn't repeat it. All right. All right. That was it. You got Thanks it. Thanks right. for calling in. We'll try to find an answer. All right, so right. we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842, and we'll do our best to help find that answer for that caller. Yep, we will. We'll be right back. Thank you. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is driving the boat or the, or the bus and trying not to sink the bus or drive the <laughs> bus off of a cliff here. We're doing a good job. Uh, he's doing a good job trying to do it. We're just, it's just a little out of sorts for us to do, be in these different roles. So when I'm, when I'm remote, though, Dennis, you're going to have to bring that in because I won't know that you have brought the microphones up. Oh. I can see your fingers from where I am. Right. Now, so you know I, what I'm doing. Yeah. But, eh. yeah. You're going to have to be the person that brings us back. Uh, otherwise, I won't know if we're there or not. Okay. Um, so how are we doing for calls? Uh, we have nobody on the line. Uh, can you believe it? Yes. We have a day when everybody's home because it's going to be drizzly and miserable all weekend and into Monday, I guess. Right. And we don't have any calls. Yeah, get online, guys. 809. No, no, no. That's not it. 860-522-9842 is the number. It's the only number. Um, the old number is literally sitting here at the back of the at the back of the studio <laughs> board. They haven't taken it out, so it popped into my head. 860-522-9842 is the number. And get online. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook. I got the sound going. It's all working again. And uh, happy to answer any questions you have there. I'm, and we did try to do some research on that um, file uh, locking thing, and we yeah, couldn't really find anything. We can't find anything that references anything like that. The only scenario we can think of is that there's more than one partition on that USB drive, right. and Windows 11 is seeing... The one, that you know, just one, and it it hasn't been set as uh, right protected. It's the only it's, if it's you know it's the only logical leap that we can find. Nothing else it, talks we, about an issue like this, right? So, most likely you have another drive on there you're not aware of. So, any news you want to bring up? Oh, some more. T-Mobile is in the news again for some data that's getting out. T-Mobile, you know, for all the great things they, they do with their wireless. They have a hard time protecting the data. Yeah. I mean, they've been breached, what, twice in the last two years, yeah. I think. And um, and now they've got another problem. This time, it's not really a breach. Okay. This is another leak, but of a different kind than we were talking about with Microsoft. Uh, what's happening, or what did happen, I guess they've fixed it since then. Yes. But it seems like T-Mobile customers on their app, the T-Mobile app on yeah. their phones, mm-hmm. We're seeing information for other customers. So like data usage and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, m- mm. maybe even their phone numbers right. and 
demographic information i'm not sure but yeah yeah it it, it it looks like it was crossing customers up and you know like i said they fixed it but i don't know it sounds like t-mobile needs to get their house in order yeah i mean their wireless service is really good I mean, we've got customers actually that are using their uh we've talked about their wireless service for your home use their right. residential it's like 50 dollars or something like that a month right. and uh you, you see even the big cable companies that are all my, literally marketing against this, the, them. I know. It's kind of funny, too. It, it, when it, I saw one of those, I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, now we know that T-Mobile is putting a dent in the business. And we like that, right? We need yeah. competition. So uh, we've got customers, business clients, that are trying to use their business internet service, and that's working out as well. So you're right. looking at 150 to 200 megabit download speeds for businesses. In some cases, they were stuck with DSL because they couldn't get even broadband in their area, so they had no choice. And, of course, there's another option out there, Starlink. Right. We have seen Starlink being used yeah. in businesses as well. So you've yeah. got satellite internet coming to compete. Right. So not only do you have great companies like Go Netspeed giving you fiber options and giving you a wired option, you've got wireless companies that we're going to look at finally some competition where our mo- our internet bills don't have to be a car payment. Oh, right. Well, it looks like we have a couple of calls on the board. All right. So here you go. That's where you're going to go. We're going to go to Nancy in Avon. Nancy in Avon. So he's going to push the button and bring up the sound. And Nancy, what can we do for you over in Avon? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have an issue when I try to print. I have a laptop. And when I click on print to print a document, um, it won't print unless I turn my computer off and then back on again every single time. And I'm wondering if you have any answers for me. What's the make and model of your printer? HP Envy. It's an Envy printer? Oh, yes. They, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, yes. 4520. Yeah. Nice and confusingly, HP makes Envy laptops and Envy printers. <laughs> oh, they've been doing okay. that for a couple of years. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to reboot your computer. So you, you send the print job and nothing happens. Yep. And you reboot your computer Correct. and it works. Right. It'll say on my uh, printer, it says something like disconnected. Right. And so it up on YouTube or something, and it said, turn your computer off and then back on again. But I have to do that every single time I print a document, and I have to do it for every single document. It's not even like I can print three and then turn it off and back on and have it print every single document. I have to turn the computer off and then back on again for it to print off my Printer. Well, that's not very convenient. No. Um, are these, no, it's not. Is this a wireless printer or is it wired to your computer? Um, it's wireless. It is wireless. Okay. So, Wire, well, it's, it's plugged. It's plugged into an outlet, but it's not. What well, is that wireless? I'm not sure. Well, let's, <laughs> let's start there. So, when you say plugged into an outlet, that's giving it power, right? Yeah. Correct. All right. But it's not plugged into my computer. So my it's laptop. Not, all right, then that would be a wireless computer. A wireless That's printer, I, I should say. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the printer, the, the computer's not seeing the printer. It has to be something with the app. I would tell you to update the the HP app uh, for the printer. Wouldn't that be? I it? would. I, that's what. That's my first um, inclination. What I would actually do is uh, first, I'd go into Control Panel, uh, Programs and Features, see if there is any software listed there for this printer and uninstall it at that point. Mm -hmm. If there's anything there, there may not be anything. Second thing I would do is go to HP's website and I would download uh, the latest driver package, the full 
what you're going to look for yeah. in the listing of stuff that you can get on the website, you're going to look for what they call the full software installer. Mm -hmm. You're going to download that. It will probably be around 200 megabytes. So it will take a little bit to download. If it's okay. a very quick download, then you haven't got the right thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you an idea of what to look for. At any rate, uh, once you get that, run it and allow it to reinstall that printer. And that should help out with it. Yeah, we can try to put a link here. This is an all-in-one, right? A scanner and talking? printer and it does scanning and printing? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah that's. We'll put a link here to the download area. Um, so that'll hopefully update the software you're using. The other okay. issue is the problem most likely is that the printer keeps changing IP addresses on you. But the, uh, the odd thing about it is that you would have to print redo it within print jobs that doesn't make any sense well the the thing that i'm thinking of is why if the printer is changing ip addresses mm -hmm. why would rebooting the computer make any difference right so I, it's got to be driver i'm race. leaning toward it's got to be something in the computer yeah either software or something of that nature um that would be Causing this particular problem, the way sh the okay. way it's manifesting for you. Yeah, start start with this and see if it works. When you up when you have that tool running, it's a going to nag you and say, "Hey, you're running out of ink," um, but it'll hopefully talk talk back and forth with the printer and, and make sure it's communicating properly and solve right. this issue for you. We think. Okay, thank you very much. I'll try that. All right, we'll, okay. we'll put a link up there for you. Yep. All right. Th thanks so much. Have a great day. Yep. You're welcome. All right. So and, she's uh, try that down. And we have another caller. Marianne from Portland. Marianne from Portland. All right. We'll try to get you in, Marianne. Marianne. Hello, Marianne. Do we have you? Good morning. There she is. Hi there. So, okay, guys, I'm really stupid, but I never thought of this. A long time ago, when we only had dial-up for our internet, I had MSN, and I was paying them $21.95 a month. Okay. I just kept it, even when we went to Wi-Fi. I never thought about it again. I just figured I was paying for some premium internet through Microsoft, and I don't want to go through the hassle of changing my uh, my um, email address. So when I had to take my computer in, <clears throat> I don't know. It was I think it was like early this month. He found that I still had dial-up in the computer. He showed to me showed me how much it was costing. And he got rid of it because obviously I'm using Wi-Fi. Right, so right. You're using is, different internet service. Yeah. What's yeah. your question? Exactly. So, and I have been for I don't know how many years. So, will that tell Microsoft not to continue to go right into my credit card and keep charging me that? Because I mean, it is impossible to get a hold of Microsoft. Yeah, I know. So when he said he got rid of it, he got rid of your dial-up option. He, it looks like he right. He took out the configuration in the computer that was getting it. Right, but he may not have done anything to do with your account. Right, I would think not. So what you you can do, you can go to your credit card and tell them to stop accepting that service. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, credit cards will do that. You can yeah. say, hey, I need just to stop. I don't want to pay for the service you just anymore. Tell them, you know, I don't know how to get a hold of them. It's a product they don't even support anymore, so right. I don't even know who there I would call. Yeah. And they'll they'll kill that. The other alternative is to take a total sledgehammer to it and cancel the whole card and get a whole different card. Then they can never bill you again. But then you got to reconnect everything else. But your credit card yep. company should be able to take that charge as long as you know which one it is and end it for I you. I do. Yeah. Okay. 
Thank All you right. so much. You're welcome. You're going to be $21 richer, right? <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. All right, good luck. Every month. Yep, I know. Trust me. I know. I got, I've got a I've got a software that I'm dealing with right now that I got to cancel on too. Mm-hmm. Same problem. It's a it's a oh. it's a photo software that would do slideshows with, and uh, they make you rent it. Oh. And, you, and they know that you're going to forget. So I'm already three months in. I did the presentation. I just haven't canceled the service. Oh man. So we're all in the same boat. It's not just you. Oh, definitely. Alrighty. Thank you. You got all it. Right. So we'll probably have to step out for a quick quick break here, Dennis, or you're going to get yelled at by Carolyn. Oh, right, because okay. we're coming up around quarter of. That's right. So don't you don't want the wrath of Carolyn? I don't. So I'm we'll, sorry. That's okay. We'll step out for a quick break. You got how many lines? A couple lines open here. We have three lines open. Feel feel free to get online. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. He wasn't talking in my ear. Summer has come and passed The innocent can never last Wake me up Yep, summer's gone As of what, yesterday? Did we really have a summer, Dennis? I don't think we did I do not think we had a summer Not a good one, not a good one We had such a great winter, like the best winter in 50 years, right? It was the the warmest winter in 50 years. It was so, 50 years, most of my life. It's the warmest moment we've ever had. Everyone's freaking out about global warming, but I was loving every minute of it. Then our summer is cold and rainy and awful, and now we're going to have hopefully a nice fall, and then, of course, we're going to get nailed with winter, I got to feel Oh, I I think so, too. Up to our eyeballs in snow, but oh well. Well, we have a uh, we have a caller on the board. All right, from, it's Ed from West Hartford. All right, so we're gonna bring Ed up here. Morning, Ed. And Ed. Good morning, Eric and Dennis. Hi there. Today is the, today is the first day of autumn, so goodbye to summer, huh? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Carolyn's playing anyway, all the music for it. <laughs> here's my question. Um, I have an Android phone. All right. And I, uh, I'm a high school sports official, and there's a website called Arbiter Sports. Mm-hmm. And I'm on that website. However, I changed my password a while ago, and it won't pick up the new password. So every time I go to the website, I have to re-enter the new password. I called Arbiter, and they said it was an issue with my phone, but I really didn't understand how to uh, rectify that. thought you might be able to enlighten me, please. Well, so you're using a browser on your phone to get to Arbiter Sports, or do you have an app called Arbiter Sports? The browser. The browser. All right. And which browser are you using? I assume you're using Chrome? Correct. All right. Well, we'll have to find out if we can figure out how to save that in Chrome. Basically, you got to do what we tell you not to do and save your password um, so that it holds. If you want a good security, you don't really want to do this. You want to enter your password every time. So we always advise not to save a password in your browser because it's not a good, okay. it's not safe to do. Um, I mean, I, I could do it. It's just a nuisance. You know what I mean? Cause I go on it uh, at least a few times per day. Yep. And, uh, you know, so I, I can live with it, but I just wondered if there was a way around having to do that every time. There is. Um, and we can tell you how to turn that feature on. Um, it's just, again, not, it's not good. Uh, there's a, a password manager that you can actually turn on within that Chrome configuration password checkup. Does that sound like password checkup is a feature of password manager. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
So I would tell you not to do it, though, because when yeah. you turn that on, it's going to do that for all of your passwords. Right. And then you're it's gonna, a global setting for everything. Yeah. And you don't want to have that running. You want to enter your passwords. You, so security, like you just said, is a pain. Okay. It's a pain, you know? That makes sense. It's only a few seconds, so I, I can certainly live with it. Right. And your password's password anyways, right? Pardon? Your password's password, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> easy to remember. <laughs> Nice, nice. I, I I caught that after the fact, but uh, hardy hard hunter. Huh? <laughs> but it is so. If you for something like Arbiter, right? You don't care if anybody logs in as you to that that tool, right? So you can make an easier password for yourself. Um, well, there's the payment feature. I really don't oh, want anyone else to oh, log into it. So all right, a lot of there great you reasons, go. Then you there don't. you go. Yeah. Do not okay. save the password. Yeah, we, okay. we would yeah. be. I, I'm going to follow your advice, yeah. and uh, like I said, I can live with it. It just seems to be a, a nuisance every time because with the original password, I would just put in my username, and it would open. And now I have to put in the username, the password, and even have another verification thing, which uh, they send a six-digit yeah. code. Yes, all good. Time. But I guess Beautiful. That's, that's kind of a firewall for them, isn't it? Well, it's two-factor authentication. It's all right. good news because you've got payment information because you're being paid as a sports official, right? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. This yeah. is all good. This is the way it's supposed to work. If you, if yeah. I told okay. you what I had to do in the first half hour of this program to get on my <laughs> laptop, <laughs> you, your, your problem was easy. Okay, that sounds good. And in closing, just a note about the weather. Having grown up here in uh, central Connecticut, we seem to segue from winter to summer and summer to winter. Because you watch, it'll get cold all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Definitely. It's, it's going to be the same way, and we're going to have a big winter, I think. So, But thanks for checking in. Okay. Well, have a wonderful day, you guys, and thanks for helping me. You're welcome. See you later. All right. So, yeah, don't don't turn off those benefits of security. I know they're a problem. I know they're a pain, but they, yeah. they're going to protect you from all sorts of things. Yeah. Making access too easy is making it easier for the bad guys. Trust me. Correct. They can get, they can get in. That's right. And we'll catch you later at the, after the news. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.